0: welcome to raspberry tea pod chat am claire i'm claire and i'm joe <laughs> ccj
1: <laughs> keep the laugh going joe good morning everybody good afternoon good evening whenever you're listening to this we really ought to stop saying things like that um welcome to raspberry tea pod chat and um, we're hello. all here in our separate homes Still recording through lockdown in the UK. And um, what we'd like to talk to you about about today is the relaxing of lockdown, really, Um, because it's gone a bit mad.
0: Bonkers. Bonkers, it's gone, hasn't it? How many weeks has it been now?
1: I think we're in 13. Week 13. We were were 13 today. Yeah. Um, So in the UK at the moment, we're allowed to bubble with one single person. So if you live on your own, you are allowed to join with one other household and go to one another's houses and stay overnight and do all the normal things you would do. You don't have to social distance. Um, However, that's about as far as it goes. We're still supposed to be at two metres apart, aren't we? As far as I understand it. Um yeah, there have been raves in Manchester
2: this weekend with up to six thousand people attending them. Mental. Um it's just mental. So supermarkets. I went I picked up some more shopping on Sunday. Two metres, you're waiting outside the supermarket. One of the, Lidl in this case, it's one of the smaller supermarkets. You're waiting, you coming outside two metres apart. As soon as you're inside, out of the window. Bundle absolutely drives me up the wall it's, i tell you what i'm brilliant at holding my breath my lung capacity seriously increase when i go shopping i turn my oh, back oh, oh, hold my oh. breath
1: how do you stay two meters apart in a supermarket on saturday i went to three local little supermarkets because i wanted some baking stuff and nowhere had got it so i ended up going to three different shops whilst Everybody sort of attempts to stay apart. If somebody's stood in an aisle just looking at
0: stuff, you've got to walk past them. That's That, cool. was, that was the point that initially... Yeah, that's exactly what I did. You had to go in and get what you'd gone for and you couldn't be dawdling around the aisles. And I noticed it in where I was living in Goldthorpe. um, We've got a little um, Asda... And we've got a little tesco now tesco you're lucky if you can fit two people up one aisle anyway so it was literally an up and down and up and down that was it but you couldn't dawdle and you couldn't you know try and (laughs) decide what you were gonna do you literally had to go in pick it up and walk out i mean how many times you forgot what you had gone in for and you want to have a look don't you but you can't um but then all of a sudden people are just like ignoring the arrows on the floor anyway and I've forgotten the eggs I'll just go back and get the eggs and and they're moving things around in the shop as well which doesn't help because you can't go in and get what you went in for because you can't remember where it is because they've moved it again you you just it just wasn't you you stood outside for an hour or so in the queue that was great and they were monitoring the number of people in the shop but once you're in the shop how do you do it and then you've got people stacking shelves anyway yeah you can't that's it
1: exactly isn't it I mean my, my local Aldi, they put the crates that they unload onto the shelves in the centre of the aisle. Yeah. And so you've just got enough room at each side for a trolley to go past. Yeah. But the staff are there stocking, stacking, stood next to one another, chatting and stacking.
0: Yeah.
1: You know, um, we went to a, a couple of weekends ago, we went to a big superstore and we were waiting on an aisle. There were two women with a trolley and a pram and they were looking at kiddies drinks bottles and we waited for seven minutes, I timed it. They were still looking at these things. So in end, I just had to say to, to Carl, we're going, come on, let's hold our breath and go. Mm. And you literally have to walk past people because how long were we supposed to stand there?
2: I'd, and that's where I would have lost my patience and said, excuse me, can you just pick one or can you move out of the way so I can pass mm. you please?
1: Even so, because it, was an, it wasn't a one-way aisle, they were coming in opposite directions to us anyway, so we've got to
2: pass. The, the tills is the worst. The, the tills in Lidl, people are just... They might have got gloves on or a mask on, but I was stood in the till queue and they've got the two-metre spots on, and I, I, I stand there and I'm looking round me to make sure nobody's coming near me, and this guy practically touched my shoulders and moved past me I couldn't help myself I just went oh social distancing Did,
1: on, on one of the Facebook groups a local Facebook group that I'm in because it's where my dad lives my elderly dad um I took this post really seriously they've got a Lidl and somebody posted please don't go to Lidl I've just been and as you get to you queue up and as you get to the door." clip a rope to you that's got a two mm. meter distance between the next person and the six of you clip together with two meters on the rope but obviously as one of you moves forward it drags everybody else so you can be reaching for something and suddenly you're dragged off and then when you he said i kicked off and suddenly everybody's in my and started to work together and it was a really good spirit but then when we got to the till and the unclipped us it was like a free-for-all again and everybody was fighting for the tills I
0: That's actually
1: I actually told my dad you know don't go to Lidl anyway but I said to him can you believe they're
2: doing that and apparently it was a joke I'm gonna say I'm sitting here thinking
0: punchline yeah, I do remember seeing that. It wasn't
2: a punchline, but I took
1: it really seriously. <laughs> Dad, Dad, don't go to your little whatever you
0: do. You know what? Some places have done it so well, and it's been amazing to go round because I know we're going to talk about this another time, but we've been house hunting. So in the latter few weeks, we've been across to the Wirral. So we've actually had to stop at service stations. Um, we nearly had to take things with us just so that we didn't have to because we were a bit worried about it at one point. But we were Bottle. fine. Um, Bottles and funnels. And, <laughs> and funnels, and funnels yes. um, but it's amazing to see how shops and you know all the little local coffee shops and the little local bakeries and things like that have all worked around it, certainly in the last few weeks. Um, I mean, I, I pretty much kept myself in my own little bubble when I was living in my own house. But now that I'm at mum's, and things are sort of relaxing a bit more. Um, It's really interesting to get out and see. And, you know, all they've put across is like a table across the doorway to stop people actually going in and they're taking the orders. And and it's just lovely to see the community starting to build back up again. And I think as it relaxes more and more, you know, people have just pulled themselves together so well as well in the little communities. It's been fantastic in some ways. They have, and I think, I think there's an awful lot of human benefits
1: come out of it, absolutely. Yeah. But don't you think that now it's people getting really mixed sim- signals? Yeah. Because yeah. you can drive to where you want to drive to. You can visit anywhere you want to visit, more or less. From today, most of the shops are back open, including shopping centres. Yeah. Um, it seems to be, Sorry. Little fly. Um, it seems to be very sort of mixed signals. You know, somebody I know when they brought the two families can get together up to six people but stay social distance in a garden or whatever. I know somebody who went, Oh, I'll have five mates around for a barbecue because six people can get together. That's not two households, though, is it? No, um, but they didn't pick up on that, whether deliberately or not. Yeah. Um. You know, I just think we went to my dad yesterday, and we've been sitting in the garden the last couple of weeks. But yesterday, social bubble, we we're allowed to. He's on his own. We went in, and it was like it was before lockdown,
2: mm.
1: just like a normal Sunday at my dad's. I actually said as we were sitting around the dinner table, "Well, this is normal." Mm. I, th- I, th- I think as certain things get back to normality. Forcing the things they don't want to is going to be even more difficult.
0: I mean, whatever the new norm is going to be, you're kind of 50 50, aren't you? You hope some of it does change and doesn't go back to the way it was before, and other things you hope you really do, you know, just get back to the way we were because. It's really difficult to describe, and I think it's we all said before we sort of started this morning we're just feeling a bit weird at the minute it's just a bit a bit strange because we'd we'd done our low at the start, then we all managed to build ourselves back up again we've all carried on going we're all fortunate that business has has carried on you know as gone mad for all um, of us yeah. you know it's it's been absolutely great for us to to be able to carry on um it's just it's just weird to explain just very weird to explain it I mean it was really funny when we went across to um to my brothers we didn't necessarily go to his but we were called in there um last weekend weekend before and my nephew was there with his two because they were allowed to sit in the garden so my brother was sitting one side of the garden um my nephew was there with his two, and then Mum and I were the other side of the wall because we'd gone to visit. And of course, it was a case of, "Here's your coffee, and and here's something to eat." We'll put it on the floor in the middle of the garden, and you know, my three-year-old great nephew say, "Put it on the floor, Granddad," and then step back, and then I'll come and get it. And he's telling his little sister to stay back as well. I mean, it's just amazing how how people do it. But we were sitting on the other side of the wall on chairs, and people were laughing at us as we walked past. But do you know what it's it's just great to see little communities little bubbles pulling together yeah. um and those kinds of things you really hope will continue yeah, yeah. i think
1: i think it's made people miss people hasn't yeah, it absolutely it's, it's yeah. made
2: people appreciate human interaction so much more and i hope that never gets lost yeah, yeah and it's like what's important to you it's just like like you said that there was a rave in manchester this weekend just yeah going, and i know um because dee's from the midlands that there were a load of Coventry City football fans in Coventry Town Centre, thousands of them, social distancing's out of the window. Yeah. That It's that where people have got a, a disregard for social distancing and that's possibly going to bring that second wave. I mean, well, China's worried. gone, what, uh, I can't remember the number of days between new cases, but the, over the weekend they had two thousand new cases in China. Yeah, let's not believe a word that China says, please. But it could, because if people in this country oh, I'm not saying still we're not, not gone, gone sick yet, there, day. no, <laughs> I'm sure we will. But It's still, it still not disappeared yet, and the UK unfortunately is the country that's got the highest number of deaths Proposed by Yeah. yeah
1: and I, I fill in an app every day There's, um some of the london universities that have been doing research into it and i fill the app in to say how i'm feeling every day yeah they actually have a map a uk map on and it tells you for each um go and tell me what's south yorkshire county tells me um, how many people are filling the app in and what percentage of those people have the have confirmed They've got COVID. Mm-hmm. Obviously, it depends on who's using the app, mm-hmm. so you've got to take it as a, a, you know, this is the number of people filling in the app in this area, but this is the population of the area. Mm. Multiply it up, sort of thing. But it's in our area, it's not point eight. Um, now, Doncaster, a few miles away, is one point one. But that might just be the look of the draw of there are more people uh, filling the app in that are likely to, you just don't know, do you? But on average, the UK is below 1%. Actually, I think Sheffield, it worked out, when we worked it out, it worked out at 25 cases.
0: Yeah. I think the Northwest is quite quite bad, isn't it? Yeah,
1: Blackpool and places like that have got a, a big spike, but... You know, I think with all the protests that are going on, we we don't need to talk about them, but with the protests, with people being stupid and going to raves and football fans and stuff, if we don't get a second spike in the next two weeks, I think that proves something
2: massively. And I think we can all relax a little bit. Mm. Yeah, it's about doing it in stages, isn't it? And and doing it considered and yeah we all miss people and shops need to trade businesses need to trade and the rest of the world like we're really lucky our businesses have carried on and in fact blossomed some businesses haven't especially shops that have been forced to show like i we had chippy treat on on friday night and it's fantastic you you can actually walk into the shop right up to the counter Mm. because they've got they've got a, a sneeze guard i think they're called right the way across the counter The the card payments only, and the payment uh, machine is customer side of the counter. So they take the order. They've got a little microphone built into the screen, so they can hear what you're saying. That's brilliant. Ideally, it's um, contactless card payment. So tap, and then they ask you to then go and wait outside the shop. So I was with about four or five other people, and we were all stood two meters apart. And then they've got a tannoy thing that says, a bit like Starbucks or any other coffee retailer, when when your order's ready, they've got a speaker that's outside the shop that tells you to go in. And, and if you, what you've ordered doesn't pass through the little light window at the end where their door is, there's a little square table and they'll just pass the bag over and then you grab it off the tip. Absolutely oh. amazing for a small chippy.
0: Yeah, Yeah, which otherwise would have been closed, wouldn't it?
2: Yeah, they've made that investment spend, yeah, in quite a big safety precaution, other than stickers and signage and masks or things that are still fun, but they're not as big an investment. If we all carried on like that, or all businesses operated like that, or even people, it's people that are the problem, not the business, yeah, 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 cross, yeah, then I think we could all ride it out and we could keep relaxing stage by stage and just keep on helping each other and keep on being cautious mm-hmm. but Six thousand people at a rave or a load of football fans in the streets cheering them because they've not been relegated or whatever <clears throat> yeah it's it's
1: madness it's it, you know people people were stabbed at that rave people were sexually assaulted at that rave there is no social distancing going on it's ridiculous absolutely ridiculous and i and you know i know that they're saying that from july we might be able to go down to one meter apart and if you look at the um, criteria for the track and trace system that the government's put in you will only track and trace anybody who you have been in contact with in less than one meter for more than 15 minutes yeah So I can see why people are saying, well, to walk past somebody in a supermarket, I'm fine. I guess we probably are in the main. It just takes one person, doesn't it? It's like when this country had no cases and then that one guy came back from Italy and because he was a scout leader and very active socially in other ways, it went mental. I'm not saying it was all his fault because there were other people as well, Mm. but you know, he was the first reported case and it, yeah, it only takes one person to be out and spreading it, doesn't it?
0: So I think, I mean, we're all pretty safe really anyway, aren't we? Because we've, we have stayed in and, and, you know, Claire in particular, you've got more reasons than ever now to to stay where you are and, you know, you don't see that many people anyway, do you, where you're at, so... um I
2: mean, just staying on this, this topic
0: we've chosen to
2: stay away from anybody like we, we have noticed over the last what four-ish weeks since we, we've had a great bout of weather mm. like may was fantastic up to 27 28 29 degrees and we noticed some of the residents that live here because i've mentioned before i'm i'm isolating with my partner so i'm over in the Lincolnshire coast um They've had grandchildren for the weekend and this, that, and the other, and we moan about it and just say how daft they are. But thankfully, when we're sat out on the veranda at the front, there is a two-metre gap, even if somebody came right up to the fence to talk to us. Mm -hmm. So we've chosen to be probably over the top. And then, obviously, now with um, certain health issues, which, again, we're going to talk about in a different episode, we've actually got a new, more personal lockdown where uh we can't go out or i can do a little bit but i've got to be really careful um yeah. go out at all not even basically not off the veranda
0: yeah so if, mentally how are we all feeling now then i think I, about lockdown yeah right
1: i've i've been absolutely fine and i've been actively like, and conscious like, Allowing my mind to calm down a bit. Yeah. Thinking there are so few cases out there now. We have to try and get back to normal. We have to try and go to shops without panicking, without worrying. You know, I've talked to people who've, who've had three or four attempts at getting out of the house to go to a shop because they're so concerned because it's put everybody into absolute fear. And I think we've got to start relaxing our minds and where it's possible for us obviously your circumstances are different there and yours with your mum a little bit joe um you know it, we've got to relax carl's gone back to the office he's been back at the office i think now three weeks but they are have got very strict social distancing practices in play mm-hmm. the they've, they've absolutely put every precaution in there that there is um now harrison it works part-time at a kfc and they're being very strict from a customer point of view you know they're even refusing to serve people on quad bikes that's not actually because of covid but it's actually for security because in theory somebody on a quad bike could reach through the window um far quicker than somebody in a car that's down below and Um, but they're being very strict but far as staff go they're not being that strict it came on the day i had six hooks today yeah so you know yeah i've i've personally started going out to shops again i would not been out to any shops for throughout lockdown really um I went to B&Q when they first opened with Carl but that was very strict social distancing in there um we went to a big superstar store a couple of um weeks ago which was hit and miss because as I say there were people in an aisle that you couldn't you got to walk past um one Saturday I decided yeah I'm going shopping and I went
0: shopping um and it wasn't that I read the factual. I I think it certainly it has got better. Um, I I never really struggled with the fear of being caught by it. If you if you see what I mean, I with me if I'm indoors too long and don't see people for a long period of time, I go more into the the mental side of it where I struggle to go out. Full stop. And it's, it's not anything to do with COVID, it was the fact that I was indoors and yes. that's what makes me think that, you know, people going back to offices after not having been in the office for a while, probably way beyond COVID, it's actually more of a mental state themselves. Um, and it will be very strange and quite nerve wracking going back into an office that you've not been in. You've been yeah. in your own little bubble, you've worked yeah. from home, you've yeah. changed all your work processes, yeah. asked all of your team members, yeah. and all of a sudden you're all back in an office. I mean, I know they're going to phase it in, but you know, you're all back in an office that you've not been in for ages and it's a very, very strange mental adjustment to yeah. go through the other way i think i think a lot of people are going to struggle going back to work in mm. the
1: way that they used to work and i think a lot of people are going to struggle just going out and doing shopping and going out and doing everyday things you know because like you say once you get used to being in and there's a fear factor of the outside yeah. for some people that will really affect them i didn't choose not to go and do shopping Mm. The men in our household went. No, we're doing it. The the girls are staying at home. Yeah. Um, and it was just. It wasn't a discussion. That was just put into play in our in our household. I, I don't really know where it came from. Old-fashioned chivalry. It just actually happened, didn't it, yeah. in your house? It just um, just but I, I do, and I. As I say, I think you have to make that actual conscious decision you're going to allow your mind to relax a bit and that you're going to go and do these things and you are going to be all right and if if you're worried wear a face mask unfortunately masks don't masks don't protect you against other people they protect other people against you (laughs) (laughs) so it's you know wearing one is is it worth it i don't know um it certainly is with public transport and stuff like that and i think we don't do public right.
0: transport do we <laughs>
1: no but i think they're absolutely right to make that compulsory because you know can you imagine being sat
2: on a bus with somebody who's got it and not knowing like i've got a friend who's a bus driver and that's what their concerns have been yeah the public transport's been operational whilst lockdown's been there obviously yeah get people who are in key roles to work that use mm-hmm. public transport yeah. that they've got to be protected i mean there's the bus drivers bin men the, there's other people who I, I consider to be key workers as well yeah. Obviously yeah, yeah. health workers who are on the front line caring for people Absolutely. but there's a whole heap of people i think public transport specifically and obviously the bin men um or women uh, that um that have kept things running whilst we've been locked down and ordering online and creating more rubbish and this that and the other because i Are think the delivery drivers yeah all yeah. oh, oh. your couriers yeah, yeah. yeah. i think the there's been a lot of support out there from businesses and companies for the nhs which is brilliant and i don't disagree with that but all key workers so the police the fire service the bin men the public transport men, public drivers. delivery drivers yeah. all that collective of people that have kept things running as normally as possible or to yeah. who fulfill a lockdown yeah. Pharmac- Pharmacists,
1: food factory workers yeah
2: i think well, it goes on doesn't it it goes, yeah. it goes on and on but i think yeah like you say mentally i i think it's actually helped me it's just it's made me slow down it's made me Be more mindful. We talked about that last month. It's made me recognise things that I don't have to work so hard, and I don't have to work such long hours to actually get things done. If I just calm myself, more gets done anyway. So I can't think myself really lucky. Again, well, another episode topic. I won't go into it now, but I've I've had that mental mindset challenged significantly in recent weeks. I think. Going back to the lockdown, I will go out, and I have I have gone out, but I've chosen to stay with D where there's less people, because yeah. home in Sheffield there's more people. I'm yeah. near the shop, and yeah. I did call I did go back a couple of weeks ago for to sort some things out that I had to sort out at home, and the amount of people that I saw there in two hours was more than I see in a week here. Yeah. Personally, I don't want that yet. I I don't want to go back to that yet until things have smoothed out and calmed down better. But here, like I say, I went to the chippy on Friday. I go in the car. I don't, I I choose to, I will stop and wait for somebody. I will walk around somebody and then I will use whatever systems and precautions that the business of the shop that I go in have got in place. My favourite shop's the co-op because they don't let more than 15 people in the shop anyway. And the aisles are really wide. But it's expensive to shop there. My dad's co-op player, the mm-hmm. woman on the door through the day that makes, tells people when they can go in, she puts music on and dances for her. Fantastic. <laughs> but they're, 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 all re, they're all really good and things like that. So I, I don't think I won't go to businesses or I won't go to shops. Thankfully, I can work from anywhere. I've got an internet connection and my laptop. Uh, I can do some work without the internet. So it's flexible and I'm very lucky to be in that position. Uh, so it's gonna be probably another month or two before normal, like back to work, when I move back home to my home is gonna, is gonna happen. But that's all subject to um, what happens here. And again, different subjects. So I, so I a question for you both.
1: If coffee shops and pubs reopen, next month in July, well this month if you're listening to this because this is for July, are you going to go in? If they open to go in to the shop, into the pub, into the restaurant, are you going
0: in? I will go in if there's a group of people who have specifically said go in, but one thing I found in this whole experience is I've realized what I don't need. Mm. what I don't need to do and what I don't need and if there's one astonishing thing it's how much flipping kitchen roll I used to use <laughs> And how I'm free of all the obscure things <laughs> I have really cut wow. down but oh, the way okay. I'm not quite sure we all
1: should go into that That's sounds that bit...
0: yes yeah. I do you know what I never used a dishcloth to wipe things up you know like you got to make some scrambled eggs, so you get yeah. your jug out, maybe you don't, you crack your egg, egg goes down the side of it, I use kitchen roll, so I lay kitchen roll out on the side. Why didn't I just get the dishcloth and lay that underneath it? I don't know. But the amount of kitchen roll I used to use, and stuff that you think you use day in, day out, oh, I'll just knit down to Asda and just get some more. Well, no, I didn't. I was doing less than one weekly shop at one point, and you realise what you don't need. Yeah. when we talk about clearing houses and stuff well that's a whole nother story for another day isn't
2: it that is another story for another day that's your own episode i think (laughs) my answer to that question i think if 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 i was just thinking about myself yeah pubs no because on the one hand i'm not drinking at the moment and on the other hand that's unnecessary coffee shop If it was say uh, a business meeting, like the three of us have met in coffee shops before, if it was something for that purpose, or maybe meeting a friend or two friends, yes, I would go to a coffee shop and sit in. I would prefer to go to a small independent coffee shop because I think they need more help than the big boys at the minute. Although I do like certain brands of coffee or lattes or whatever they are. so. Uh, and equally, if I did go in a pub, I've got a friend who's got a pub in Doncaster and it's her pub and it's an independent. So if I was going, I would drive to Doncaster. So a 20 mile drive from my base to spend my money over her bar. So it's not the practice of going to a pub or a coffee shop. I think I'd, I'd be more considered about where I did that and who I spent the money with. Because I think the smaller businesses Need the support because they've not been able to work for the last two months, whereas I have. Well, well, I agree McDonald's, with that.
0: Can I ask you about McDonald's, Claire Taylor? Oh yeah. So Did you, you went to, to McDonald's day and it was a, it. it was just like a huge thing. Everybody suddenly started to queue up McDonald's as soon as McDonald's opened.
1: yeah it was. We went week, we
0: went, but why? We went last week because I love Big Macs. <laughs>
1: I, if, you, if you're just saying the words i can taste it seriously i just have a big mac problem um it's the sauce it's not actually the burger it's the sauce and when before lockdown they were doing talks of the sauce. oh my god Any, anyway, i wish i'd known that lockdown was going to happen because i'd have just bought <laughs> <thousands of them. laughs> Ultimate sauce. Um, but anyway <laughs> we went and there were probably 20 cars in the queue I and mean, was a it's an out-of-town one the nearest one to us so it's, it's you know completely out of the way, just off the main road. Um, there were two queues, there were two terminals. Um, literally from getting into the queue, getting our food was, I think it's seven minutes. Wow. Um, it would have only taken two minutes less on a normal day, to be honest. Wow. Lockdown. Um, they've got a reduced menu which means there's no milkshakes, which, you know, H was disappointed about. Mm. Um, And Laura and Carl wanted apple pies and they're not doing apple pies. But yeah, I've been wanting a McDonald's since way before lockdown, because I don't go often, actually. I I, I really hope so that, I don't go very often. Um, I used to at the old house because it was literally at the bottom of the street and it was just too easy to go to. Um, but we don't go often since we've lived here. Um, it was it was fine.
0: So I, I mean, there's been other people that have literally queued like that hours from McDonald's. Well, apparently the first
1: ones that opened, um, the queue started three hours before they opened. It's madness. I don't actually know how I feel about going into pubs and coffee shops and stuff. I've I've not worked that one out for me. Pubs, I think my local we tend to go in on a Saturday night and once their food trade's gone because it's, it's a restaurant before it's a pub so to speak it's very very sparsely populated anyway on a Saturday night there might mm. be 10 people in perhaps 15 people in it's big enough that you know anyone are another anyway so I think I'd perhaps go back in there I wouldn't certainly go to a pub where People were getting drunk, and so inhibitions were going a bit, and mm. social distancing might not happen. Coffee shops, I honestly don't know. I think if either of you came across and said, I'll meet you in a yeah. coffee shop, I'd probably come. Yeah. But I don't think I'd initiate that. I think yeah, I'd rather yeah, say, yeah. Come and sit in the garden, I'll make yeah. you a coffee.
0: That's probably the way to go, isn't it? I if think I'd do probably do drive through. Or oh, Joe would do
2: drive through on the way to meeting you at your in the garden. garden. Yeah. 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 Uh, I mean, can't...
0: I've done, done drive through as soon as it opened. I did. I did. Do you know, I've, I. Probably like know me, and I'm actually not a great
1: peopley people person. I don't. I like people I like, but I'm not a massive socialiser in any way. But I've, that's one of the things that's happened to me this lockdown since we've been able to have people come round and sit in the garden at social distance, and we've done, because I live on a tiny little cul-de-sac with five houses, we've done street quizzes and stuff and all that on our own driveways. I sort of, I'm
2: I'm liking the outdoor social thing. Yeah. And I've never... quite so good in December, but... (laughs) No, no. But for now, I'm quite liking the outdoor social thing.
0: I, I, I I thought that as well. Yeah, we've been so lucky with the weather as well. Yes. Yeah. Certainly... Do you know
1: if the weather had been different lockdown would have been horrendous. Yeah, I,
2: I think
0: the fact that we've
2: had s- practically an early summer. Yeah. And we we're, we're coming into what is technically the UK's main summer. Yeah. It's if you were going to have this and pick a time for it, it's not a bad one because the coming out of it and being the able to go outside yeah, the universe knew. The universe has looked after us on this yeah, one. I, I think so, and, and hopefully that's generally the case across the world because I know it's it's happened globally, it's not just this country, so yeah. the seasons might not be the same.
1: But I think I think because there's a lack of cars and transport and you
2: know the environment sort of cleaned mm. up naturally. I think that's that's been one of my biggest bugbears of things like the uh, fast food delivery places reopening the amount of litter that came out as soon as people were allowed back out again absolutely disgusted me because it's been so clean and so empty i mean the 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 sea around the uk has gone back to being blue when sometimes Mm -hmm. it's brown because of the sand you can actually visibly see the impact that people make and great that like kfc's and mcdonald's and those things or Costa and Starbucks and the things that we take for granted and that we all use because they're the businesses that serve the need for immediacy that we all seem to have that's developed in the culture. Mm. That the difference it made when they opened the litter. Oh you can just see the impact that people make and
0: other yeah. things that I don't want to come back. So yeah. the beaches, the parks. Yeah. You know, I went for my walk yesterday. Um, I was probably out for after, just after seven yesterday morning um, and the park behind us at Encliffe Park you could see piles and piles. Now they'd obviously already been clearing and filling the bins because the bins were absolutely, I mean there were massive industrial bins and they were full and there was like a dozen or so of them across the park and yet there were still piles of litter practically next to them. The week before I'd seen the council guys driving through the groups of people in amongst them um, to pick the litter up, and it was disgraceful the way they left it. But the beaches, the first time that weekend that people went onto the beaches, it was just, it was horrible to see it. Absolutely horrible. And I just like, I'm like, take it home. Take I, it you know, home. I, I, I've been for bins for sure. at
2: home. Yeah. If there isn't a bin, you take it with you.
0: Take it home, yeah. What gives people the right to think they can sit there, enjoy themselves and just walk away? There were smashed bottles on the pavements, and these were ones that had obviously come from the park. There were, mm. like you say, fast food, you know, boxes and cartons, glass bottles on there, remains of a barbecue. I think drinks I think people drinking has a lot to do with
1: it. Yeah. Mm. I'm not excusing it in any shape or form, but I think people thinking has a lot to do with it but that's not beaches Mm. you know and people you know the whole world's up in arms about the amount of plastic in the ocean and our kids are all learning about it in school and and testing about climate change and and doing all this work and then lockdown gets relaxed a bit and what do the adults do
2: exactly
1: ridiculous yeah anyway Let's so that's the norm, we individual.
2: hope we don't get back Yeah, back to positivity.
1: So, lockdown is really like relaxing a little bit. We can bubble with one individual person who lives alone. So I, we're now in a family bubble with my dad, who's 89, and apparently if that phase goes well, we're going to be able to bubble with elderly grandparents who are couples. That's the next stage apparently mm. um, which I think for some families will be wonderful and some families it'll be quite difficult deciding which child of the grandparents they get to bubble with because it's only one so say say safe you know like old mum and dad there are three different children mm. so who
0: gets to bubble with them well, it might be difficult but Some people's bubbles are going to burst then, aren't they? Because they'll be very upset about it. Well, it's, but it's still a really positive move. It is, yeah, it is. It is. And
1: we just want to say to everybody who is respecting social distancing and lockdown rules, thank you and don't stop because you're keeping us all
0: healthier. Absolutely. And we will go for a brew now because it's time for a brew. Come on, so bye.